What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the big dog, drinking his chocolate milk, Kevin Koala. It's an iced mocha, and I'm mm. I'm all wired. <laughs> Good. I'm happy we got you wired in a robe. It's exactly how I like you, Kev. We got the sad boy himself, Barrett Courtney. Kev, Kev, like his chuck chuck. He does. He does. And, of course, we have Chastity Vicencio from GameSpot Universe. What's up, y'all? Feeling good. Feeling I'm good. Say, you, have, you have a lot of reasons to feel good because I'm going to say it right now. This might be actually, no, no, no. This is the most hype, <laughs> most like holy shit episode of kind of funny screencast news we've ever had. So much crazy shit to talk about. So we're going to get right into it. This is the kind of funny screencast each week right here live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We talk about all of the biggest stuff going on in the entertainment industry. You can watch live on Twitch or you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. If you want to listen to it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you. Um, today we're brought to you by me on these manscaped and blue chew, but I'll tell you about that later. Let's get to the news. First off, Oscar Isaac to star as Solid Snake in Sony's Metal Gear Solid movie. (laughs) This comes straight from Deadline, so you can actually believe it. Kev, I think you might be muted. Uh, Sony's long-awaited Metal Gear Gear Solid adaptation looks to have gained some major momentum, as sources tell Deadline, that Oscar Isaac is attached to play Solid Snake in the Jordan Vogt-Roberts film. The movie is currently in development at Sony Pictures, and Vogt-Roberts is on board to direct. Given Isaac's extremely busy schedule, a production start date is still unknown, but his involvement makes this property a high priority for the studio going forward. Never would have expected this on multiple levels. A, this movie actually being a real thing, which this type of casting news coming from Deadline to me, I'm like, oh shit, it's actually happening. But B, Oscar Isaac. Holy shit. We actually got Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, and now we're about to get Oscar motherfucking Isaac as my boy, Snake. Yeah, I, that was definitely some fan casting. I'm pretty sure I saw like some art using... Pic- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah someone Oscar was pulling Isaac. up an old yeah. interview of him where he i think he might have cast it like yeah. a role he would want to play is uh is uh, in metal gear so that's funny i mean next thing what does this mean are we gonna get steve harvey as the darpa chief like that's just the only <laughs> casting that matters here but uh honestly Who i'm made so that casting was that greg yeah, it was great. <laughs> Chastity, years ago, we did a Game Over Greggy show where we cast the Metal Gear Solid movie. And, I and love the, that. The joke ended I, up being... I was like, that came out of nowhere, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of works, but then we, we would go on and cast other movies, and every time we did, Steve Harvey had to play someone, so... <laughs> uh anyways we got very this is the this is this is pretty cool and it, it's <laughs> i don't think we're gonna see this movie anytime real soon especially no. when they're talking about oscar isaac you know being as busy as as he is but again i, I do think that th- this is going to move into production i believe this movie will actually happen at some point and i think it could be good i hope so i don't know that i want it but if it's gonna happen i'm, I'm gonna watch it you know <laughs> My thing is everything we've seen of the movie and like, again, the movie doesn't exist right now, but all of the the concept art, all the teaser stuff that uh, Jordan Boat Roberts has put out over the years, every single thing has been like, holy shit, as a Metal Gear fan, I'm like, you're nailing this. And this isn't just, oh, we're remaking the story from the first movie, it's our first game. It's like it's taking elements from the entire mythology and making it into a new thing that seems to Damn. be very interesting and very Kojima. So, so am we'll I going to have to like play through all of the games to understand what this Dude, movie is about? Dude, Barrett, it's crazy you haven't because I, I, I know you well. Like we're best friends in the office. Like I've told you that many times. You guys are best friends. He, he, he yeah, keeps in the trying office. to make this a thing. Um, and <laughs> in like the office. you would, <laughs> yeah, you would really. I, I honest to God believe you would really enjoy these games. And it's I have wild to play them. What? I have nowhere to play them. PlayStation also, now. I mean, I'll get you. I'll get you a PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three. And you'll play them the way they was they were meant to be played. You know what I mean? Oh God, no! I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to go back to PlayStation One mechanic stuff. No one no, does, but you have to, unfortunately. Because wasn't that like, the, wasn't the original like designed around like the original original uh, PlayStation One controller? Yeah, not the DualShock. So, oof. Uh, that I is think, pretty oof. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully they'll remake it, and then you'll get into it. Yeah, exactly. hopefully Blue, and Blue that's, Point yeah. will like remake the first one, and then like that'll be my entry point in the series. God, it's Actually, crazy. technically, my entry point into the series was Metal Gear Survive. 
and that's all I've played. Oh, let's move I on. Don't from like, that. I don't like this. Let's move on to some good news here, or some crazy news at the very crazy. least. Good news for us as uh, movie enthusiasts. Warner Brothers to debut entire 2021 film slate, both on HBO Max and in theaters on the same day before we even get into the details of all of this i just want to play the hype trailer they released because holy shit you motherfuckers this is the hypest trailer i've seen in the last year (laughs) it's so good best trailer of 2020 for sure there's something happening in the next year warner brothers pictures is bringing you the biggest premiere so this is the suicide squad in theaters and streaming exclusively on hbo max the exact same day but then what now it's so hot yes yes <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! And streaming on HBO Max. <laughs> wow. Which well, is some shit. Like I, I, I don't super yeah, care I about the Matrix, TV. but like uh, we all do, you know. I have bigger, bigger mm, TV. I can't uh, watch Dune on that. <laughs> Tim, I yeah, I'm can't. So wait. I got the I, OLED behind me, man. Oh, I can't god, wait so to excited. watch Dune at your house, Tim. Oh my god! No, here's the thing, Kev. I like we can't go back now because it's Twitch. But when this goes live on YouTube, I need all of you to go to YouTube dot com slash kind of funny watch this video and just look at kevin's reaction to that trailer because he hadn't there's seen so it many... it looks like he's getting like shot <laughs> well, there's so many movies on there that i was like yeah, oh wild. shit that was a th- like that was gonna be a thing that's now yeah. happening in my house yeah, I, well, I, I told like Alyssa initially about the news yesterday she's like oh yeah that's really cool like I, I brought some other things up and i was and like she didn't seem super stoked about it. Like she was like, "Oh yeah, fun. We'll see. We'll be able to watch Wonder Woman." And a couple hours later, I was like, "You do know that this includes in the Heights, correct?" That's the, like, what? That's the movie no, that got what? me on this. What? <laughs> and yeah, because like the last we heard of that movie, it was like it was indefinitely delayed. Yeah. Um, but the, that like, cool shot getting... was my first pop, where I was like, "What?" <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh god, I'm so I'm so excited. And then the Matrix so, got me again, real good. Get, Something get for everyone. In, Get into the details here. Uh, the films that Warner Brothers plans to release in 2021 will be available to HBO Max subscribers for 31 days. After the one-month mark, those movies will only play in theaters until they reach the traditional home entertainment frame. From there, people can rent through online platforms like Amazon, iTunes, or Fandango. It's unclear when the titles will return to HBO Max. So, interesting stuff there. Same kind of time frame they were talking about for Wonder Woman. But when they first talked about Wonder Woman, they were saying it was an experiment. Obviously, that hasn't even happened yet, and they're just like, we're going all I in, wonder baby. if it was associated with a boost in numbers once they confirmed it for reals. If so, people just got excited and were like, fuck it, I'll sign up. I went around and tried getting a bunch of quotes from people, like analysts and shit, of what they, they think about this. Because I'm sure all of us can give our thoughts. For What's second, up, I, I saw, what I just, in my so. mind, I, I saw Tim with a clipboard on phone no. with all no. his friends. <laughs> like, You're like, all right, did you sign up? You still sign up right now? To, I went around to a couple sites and copy and pasted a couple things. That's, okay. That is the, you know. Really quick, I just want to uh, make this point clear because MS Gambo in the chat says, I hate that they were doing this but still delayed the Batman. The Batman is not done with production, I believe, correct? But so because, many of these movies aren't correct. either. Yeah, oh, but also also the Batman, like, didn't the, uh, what's it say, Pattinson? Our, get, our Pat's got uh, he got COVID, sick. But then, like, he, yeah. he got, and they pushed it to they went back, too. like, a couple weeks later, too, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think just like production. I think Batman stuff got more production delays than probably the rest of these movies. I don't think that's true. I, really? I think I think that Batman's not part of this for a reason. I, I think because they're, they're just showing twenty twenty one movies, right? Batman yeah. was pushed to twenty twenty two. Yeah, and like I, a couple think months ago. A lot of these movies almost were pushed to twenty twenty two, and I think they're keeping Batman because they're still holding out hope that theaters are going to exist, and they don't want to throw Batman into this if they don't <sighs> have to. They're not right? helping that Fair. though, like. This might be the single biggest blow to movie theaters. So, ever. okay. Um, let's get into it here. Yeah. Uh, yep. Let's go through all of the different movies first, actually. So, uh, with and this is the weird thing is this didn't have dates. I wish this trailer had dates for all these things because, like, <laughs> how freaking hype would that be? And what's weird is dates do exist. Will they stick to those dates? That is the bigger question. They're constantly moving and – with post-production being done remotely, it could take some things a little bit longer. And I feel like sometimes they impose dates on teams and 
try really hard to make it happen. But yeah, having said that, having said that, a lot of the dates here <laughs> are for movies that are done. Like That's we true. know that they are done. So going through this, the little things on January 29th, Barrett, Tom and Jerry come in March 5th. Let's go, man. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I'm I like it's fuck. I'm glad that they don't talk. I hope that they keep that vibe of Tom and Jerry. Of course, there's going to be the human side of it that's going to be like probably bad. Uh, but you know what? I, I need Sonic surprise this, guys. Sonic surprise this. But they do with the dumb face. It did it did way more interesting yeah, than we thought yeah. it was going to be? I just uh, on the Tom and Jerry side. I hope they they, they keep the classic wholesome. Uh, wholesomeness between them uh and then everything else in that movie i'll, I'll probably just kind of tune out but yeah i'm excited barrett i i i'm usually with you and like support your dumb bullshit and like i can find the fun in these things i'm gonna be honest i'm a big tom and jerry enthusiast the game on super nintendo i was a huge fan of yeah buddy yeah. this movie this movie looks like a whole new level of horrible and like what? like just just from watching the trailer like i watched the trailer being like all right this is gonna be dumb but like kind of fun and watching it, the art style is like it's really, weird. really like ugh. it's weird. Yeah, um, I don't know. There's some there's just some classic goofs in there that I enjoyed. Uh, you know, getting run over by the bus, them fucking with each other. I just want some of that. I just want some of that goodness. Wait, how long has this trailer been out? Like a while, like a weeks. Oh, I don't think I've seen it. Uh, then the Many Saints of Newark, March twelfth. Reminiscence, April sixteenth. And then Godzilla versus Kong, May 21st. All reports are this movie's been done for a while. And it just keeps getting delayed uh, for theater reasons even before COVID. So, like, this thing got delayed a whole year before COVID even was a thing. Uh, but it's it's coming out, and we saw the logo for the first time in that trailer. Uh, then June 4th, The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Of course, we'll be continuing Conjuring review with that. Uh, I'm stoked. Like, that's awesome that we're, we're going to get that, be able to watch it at home. Uh, then In the Heights, June 18th. Then Space Jam, A New Legacy, <laughs> July 16th. Let's go. My God, I, I'm so excited. because I'm more I'm, apprehensive about this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited for this movie, but I'm even more excited that I don't, like, this is not a movie I want to experience in the movie theaters. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm very happy to watch this one at home or at Tim's house. That's fine. That's I mean, completely fine. The more we heard about this movie, the more it felt like a like straight to straight to streaming kind of movie. It's great, man. And now it is Suicide Squad. Better have a good soundtrack. I know. Please pump up the jam. We need a new pump up of the jam in our lives. Uh, <laughs> Suicide Squad, August sixth. That's crazy. We're getting James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Oh, yes. On HBO Max, day and date. Dune, October first. Wow. I wish it wasn't so That's far a weird away. one for at home. That's yeah. a really it's, weird one for watching. Okay, it's going to work out perfectly for me because I have Tim's house to watch it in. That's <laughs> yeah, basically I'll, I'll, I'll test it out with like watching Blade Runner 2049 with this setup to see if I think it's acceptable or not. Oh, then, Blade Runner on your TV, Barrett. It's going to look nice. It's, it's going to look, look really good. Nice. We, you have a very, very beautiful TV. And it, for movies like Blade Runner and Dune, I think that are the, the cinematography was actually really thought about. These These TVs are exceptional for that uh matrix or sorry king richard november 19th then matrix 4 all the way december 22nd uh there are four movies five movies without dates right now cry macho malignant those who wish me dead judas and the black messiah which looks awesome uh and and mortal kombat so the uh, the big thing here, a couple of keynotes. All these movies, starting with Wonder Woman 1984, will finally be in 4K HDR, Dolby Atmos, all that stuff. Such Thank good news. God. Uh, and the add one it to Fire TV, jeez. <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 I like uh, LG or PS5 or like or PS5, fuck it. I'll even accept yeah. the Roku out in my uh, living room. But, like something, man. Something. I, I got some news, uh, bad news on that for you guys in a sec. But uh, the one weird thing for me is like a couple weeks ago on the show, we were talking about Mortal Kombat uh, getting delayed and it was delayed indefinitely from a date of January 15th. So I wonder now if they're going to push that yeah. back up. You know, I, I kind of don't think so, based on the fact that it was so well, we late haven't in seen the trailer. Anything for it, right? No, but all the reports are that it is like done, essentially done. Yeah. Hmm. So it's weird that we have seen nothing about it. Yeah, well, I think it's because of COVID. They have a trailer done. They just haven't released it. But like they've been teasing that for usually a while. Usually, they they put out trailers like 
uh, I guess, I don't know. When, when's the earliest we'd see a trailer for a movie? Like, we got a trailer for Dune, and Dune's not coming out for another year. But, but I mean, it was supposed to be December, to. though. Was it supposed to be December? Damn. Yeah. Okay, so it's like three months. All right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm interested in that Mortal Kombat. Everything about everything we have heard from it, I'm like, this could be pretty damn cool. So I'm, I'm But also, I'm happy it's HBO Max. Like, that, that makes it even better. <laughs> uh, but okay, some, some little quotes here that are very interesting. Uh, the ship will result in a projected $1.2 billion loss of revenue annually for Warner Media, per an estimate by Craig Moffat, who's a founding partner of analyst firm Moffat Nathanson, because it's killing off uh, exclusive the- theatrical windows while at the same time putting movies on HBO Max also will depress revenue from home entertainment releases. Uh, a veteran studio executive says, I guess the movie theaters will just be Halloween stores now. Oh god. oh god, chill out, bro. <laughs> Which is such a freaking like mean. Quote. Yikes. Uh, someone else said, There's no question that Warner Media is leveraging this pandemic moment and making a decision for the future of their company by prioritizing streaming. The question is, at what cost to this art form? Uh, a rival studio said that. And then another well known high flying executive estimated that Warner Media had parted with easily $2 billion in assets gift wrapped for HBO Max that will see absolutely no return. Uh, the year-long part was a little befuddling, said Mark O'Mara, who owns two movie theaters in Fairfax, Virginia. They're claiming it's a COVID model. I think there's some truth to that, but theaters are closing and it's getting tougher. I don't think we'll ever get back to three months, referring to the standard 90-day window. Larger movie theater chains mostly stayed silent. Numerous other circuits declined to comment. In a statement, AMC's CEO didn't mince words expressing his frustration. Quote, clearly, Warner Media intends to sacrifice a considerable portion of the profitability of its movie studio division and that, and that of its production partners and filmmakers to subsidize its HBO Max startup. As for AMC, we will do all in our power to ensure that Warner does not do so at our expense. We will aggressively pursue economic terms that preserve our business. Cinemark, one of the country's biggest theater chains, said it will assess movies individually before looking at them to play in theaters, which is like, oh, Warner, you're playing with fire here. Uh, at this time, Warner Brothers has not provided any details for the hybrid distribution model of their 2021 films. Privately, theater owners are trying to remain optimistic that the hybrid model won't outlast the pandemic, and they're praying other studios don't follow suit. Quote, if Disney follows this template in any capacity, movie theaters are done. There is no other way. Jeff Logan, who runs a small theater chain in South Dakota, said he was surprised by the news, calling it one that was made in haste and without much foresight. He felt consultation consternation not towards warner brothers uh distribution executives but rather the higher powers at warner media and its owners at&t and i read all of that to get to this line here this is at&t justifying the billions they paid for warner brothers this is bad for creativity and the long term but it's good for their stocks this week yeah i mean yeah it's crazy everybody from different sides are all like firing on cylinders just because everybody's stressed everybody's trying to survive any way that they can uh, this is their contingency plan. I, yeah. I think I don't think this is as much of a silver bullet for movie theaters as people are making it out to be. I do think that they will, will never be the same. Um, but like I like people saying like I'll oh, rest in peace the movie theater experience and all that. Like we'll have that. Yeah, but it's going to be a niche, it's, a very niche thing. It's, like, it's going it's to be very niche. You're going to get. Some, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, there will be better experiences though. Like we have a lot of movie but we, theaters, but, but we already not, got that. You know what I mean? Like we already got I mean, to the San point Francisco where it's like has that. San Francisco but a, has that. A, a lot of like I'd say every big city has some version of like the, you know, come prestige si- experience. Yeah. And um like this it couldn't be worse timing with this happening. Cuz like yeah. if it was just normal movie theaters this happened and then we came out of this and that's what came out from it, like that'd be great. But I think what we're seeing now is those places are going to be in a lot of trouble if we don't come out of this in the next couple of months. And we're not going to come out of this in the next couple of months, you know? So it's like, I, how long can the Alamo last with this all going on, you know? And it's like, well, then afterwards, are we going to get places like the Alamo? Or are we going to get places like, mm. you know, are your normal megaplex? Or yeah. are you going to get just smaller spots that, that are just niche things for... People that are really crazy. Enthusiasts, yeah. yeah. Chastity, what do you think? I think it'll still exist, but yeah, it's be- going to become more of a niche experience. Kind of how we felt about, like, drive-ins, like, not so long ago. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that's a thing we could do. 
Um, but probably not going to do that. But yeah, what's scary? It's is like, nice that I could. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely changing the game. I don't think it's going to take theaters out of the equation completely. Um, there's definitely going an entire generation or generations that still want to experience that and will. Um, but maybe this will just be really good for selling TVs. And that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Is like looking at this. This is such an insane move when you look at the the movies on this list. Like we're not talking about Trolls World Tour, you know. Like this is like their entire slate of five hundred million dollar plus. Hopefully, I mean at the least upwards of a billion plus potential movies, right? Each, uh, and not all of them, but at least at least a handful of those, right? And when you look at that, if Disney were to do something similar. At what point, like, th that's all. There's only Disney, there's uh, WB, and then Universal with Jurassic World and Fast and Furious. Like, that, we're talking about the top 10 biggest movies of all time, sales-wise, right? So once that starts to to fall out, and with how long this is going to last, they're committing to this for 2021. Sure, it's going to be in theaters as well. But at what point do theaters not even exist because all of the – or they exist, but they just don't exist in the same way because they're just not making the same type of revenue. Yeah, and I think because, like, the example there, right, is like people were pointing towards tenant leading to this decision because they decided to push back, push back, push back, bring theaters back open for tenant, and then it was just – it didn't do anything. And I think that's what, like, a primary thing that led to this decision yeah. because of that. I feel like my, my my prediction on this, though, is that because they're committing this for all 2021 with all these movies, and this includes so many different franchises and universes, including DC, uh, if we start seeing it from other people, I think that it's going to lead to a world where theater revenue is looked at as gravy, not as the main source, which I think means that the revenue for movies and the budgets of these movies is going to have to drop significantly, and we're going to see a focus on quantity I'm not even going to say quantity over quality, but quantity over tentpole. And we're going to have to see, like, when you look at this WB slate, what does it look like? It's a big movie once a month for HBO Max. That's going to be the standard for all these guys. And that means the budget's going to have to fall for all of these things. And it means we can get things on the level of Mandalorian or more, probably. But... I, I do think that this is going to mean that the Avenger-style movies are going to be a lot fewer and more far between than we've ever seen in the last 20 years. Is that a bummer? We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Uh, and then a little update for you, Barrett, about HBO Roku. Sources confirm to Variety that Warner and Roku are in active talks, but both sides have signaled that they are unwilling to budge on their positions. Roku wants to keep HBO and HBO Max as a channel. It can sell directly to its own customers, while Warner Media is insisting that HBO Max be available as a standalone app. The companies are also hashing out the terms for how they will divvy up ad inventory for the ad-subsidized version of HBO Max, which Warner Media plans to launch for a reduced price later in 2021. Each company is playing a long game, but both have a lot to lose by not settling their differences as soon as possible. For Roku, the holiday season is already in full swing and consumers are making buying decisions about connected TVs now uh, and connected TV devices now. And the absence of HBO, HBO Max will hurt, especially with the news that has just dropped. Yeah, so. like, uh, but it's not just Roku. It's also LG, man. Like, it's just so weird. Like, there, I think there's several different groups that they're, like, being weird with and they're having these similar talks with. And it's just like, so, oh, God, I just... Isn't it them just being new at this and kind of trying to figure out how they make money off it? And they need to make a lot of money. It's the reality because yeah. of uh, the investment choices they're making. Yeah. A, a huge thing to keep in mind about this HBO Max news and Warner news is this is just America. Yeah. HBO Max isn't anywhere but America right now. So it's like when wow. you think about like – so they're working on it, and they're trying to, in 2021, get it to other places. But even, like, Canada doesn't have it. So it's like, Jesus, you're telling me that these movies, all like Wonder Woman 1984, Conjuring, Dune, Suicide Squad, those movies are going to come out, and you're going to expect them to not be pirated to hell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? like That's very true. Very and true. W w again, with, like, a, it's just America, and there's a significant part of the audience who wants to watch these movies, but they can't. Because HBO Max isn't on, like, very popular. Like, HBO Max isn't on LG. Like, LG is one of the biggest that's TV crazy. companies. Like, that's fucking insane. Um, the, I, I, I think they really need to, like, try to settle something here. Because I, 
yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. And I already have my uh, laptop back here ready to plug into this TV so Alyssa and I can watch season two of His Dark Materials. Like, that's where we're at right now. Because I don't want to fucking spend <laughs> yeah. money on a Chromecast. I'm, like, I don't want to. I don't want to spend more money. <laughs> I don't want to spend more money on this thing one. that I've already spent on a monthly. Like, no, I'm not doing it. That's I'll fair. Plug in my laptop. That's completely fair. <laughs> Calm down. It's gonna be okay. Just get a long no, it's HDMI not, Kevin. cable. It's not, long Kevin. HDMI cable. You'd be good. Then, Apparently, uh, I just haven't watched HBO Max in like a week because it was added to Fire TV. So mm. I'm happy. Also, but this is a good point. This is like another good point. Sad for Is like, where is the PS5 version of this app? Because it's not like HBO Max had a problem with PlayStation. It was on PlayStation 4. So where's it was. The, so, yeah. So, well, the, there's, here's the thing. With all this stuff, there's different answers because there's a lot of different questions being asked. When it comes to Roku, it's this ad inventory stuff. When it came to Amazon, that was a competition between them having their own streaming service. So they just had to figure out that details. That happens all the time with Amazon and Google because they, they own their the devices and a lot of the ways people can access the content when it comes to lg when it comes to playstation when it comes to all that that's dev kits that's all like that's a different side of stuff and the reason hbo max is not on playstation 5 right now is because play sony did not send playstation 5 to out mm. to those mm. type of devs so hopefully enough. they're like working on i guarantee app. it yeah, i guarantee it yeah hopefully so, they'll have it out they will by after December. this yeah, yeah. yeah well they'll have to after this yeah so, mm-hmm. so uh, then i'll have at least one device that can play this fucking app <laughs> uh god it's so different how different our lives are barrett i have my choice you have it you live in a whole different world Tim. you have a you have a dedicated theater barrett my, my, my an extra chromecast mm. i will give you my extra chromecast ultra Ooh, take it <laughs> Take it. This is it. This is all you have to say. Yes, right now. Your life is better. It's just, it's just here. better. It's not doing shit. It, it literally was free. Easier. It was given to me for free. Because, I can go get it for you. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm trying to make this as easy as possible. I'll take it. He has it. He has it. So, well, so Stadia so gave it away for free. It's uh, So I have to like connect it to my commu- computer to play things, right? No, That's so how that works. you can use it from your phone. So you open up the app. Let's say you're doing Disney+. Plus. You open up Disney+. Plus. Oh, that's the problem one, huh? And then you'll have the little logo for casting. And you just press it, and it and it'll be like, where do you want to cast? And you'll be like, okay, living. So room. I got, I like, I download the HBO Max app, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. and then just like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, how like how good Max. is the casting? Is it like they're? Oh, it's, yeah, it's okay. it's yeah, and it's I, not I, casting from your phone. Version. Your phone mm-hmm. just gives just it like the direction. It to, yeah. yeah so if your like device gets smashed in half, you're still watching your stuff. Also, if the app kicks you out, and the video has paused, you can just. Use uh, the like the home assistant to start it again. Remember, Tim Tam? Yeah, mm. that is mm. okay. a very okay. specific use case. Wait, Kev, mm, can we talk about that? Mm, I don't think so. One more week. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, anyways. Uh, <laughs> next serious. news story. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Disney Investor Day 2020 details. We've been talking about this for weeks now. Uh, the Walt Disney Company will webcast its Investor Day 2020 on December 10th. Uh, the events focused on the company's direct-to-consumer streaming services. This is all directly from Disney saying these words. Uh, Direct-to-consumer streaming services is scheduled to begin at approximately 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. The investor day is expected to last approximately four hours. Four hours. That's insane. For context, this is the same event where they formally debuted Disney Plus and had the release date and the pricing information and the Mandalorian date, and uh, went through and announced the Lizzie McGuire show and the Phoenix and Fur movie, and the yeah, and a lot of things have changed since then. But like that was when it was just like crazy announcement yeah, after crazy so announcement, cool. just like going, going, going. Uh, and that thing was only like an hour and a half, an hour forty-five or something. So four hours is a lot. Um, while I'm talking about Disney Plus now, it reminded me of a point I wanted to make earlier. HBO Max is $16. Disney Plus is uh, $7. Yeah. So the likelihood if you got of them, that early, If you got that early thing, it's like 4 bucks a month or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So the, the likelihood of them, of them putting their 2021 slate on Disney Plus is very, very slim. Because that makes even less sense for them. So just keep that in mind. Um, but anyways, this thing's happening. And uh, what do you guys think? Chastity. Yeah, they're going to have a lot to say, and I bet there's a fire lit under them right now, and they're probably going to be making decisions like, 
right up to the last minute. So it's hard to tell like right now what they're going to say, but I bet that they're going to add things to Disney Plus at the what the $30 rate or whatever. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see some things being released in 2021. But I but you're right because it's so cheap. Uh, they're definitely going to still charge extra for these premiere movies. Kev? I'm sorry, what was, what was it? Because <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, I was like, can I piece it together with what, what, <laughs> what Chastity said? And I was you. like, you know what? No, I can't. Tim, I was doing research on what we could talk about, that thing that we oh, can't good. talk about. Barrett, Barrett, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with Chastity on this one. Like, I think they will still release it on their platforms. They'll do the Milan thing. Uh, and But it, it's interesting that they're not doing it with Soul. Because Soul is just like uh, free day one on Christmas, right? They don't have the numbers uh, for Soul, man. I think that's just like a new IP type of deal. Like, yeah, too, too it's it's not like experiment. a known quantity. So like, yeah, let's just put it out there and see see what uh, six. Because um, they they did kind of do something similar, not exactly with uh, the movie that came out last year, uh, that Pixar movie. Uh, onward, 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 yeah, yeah onward. onward. Uh, no, uh, it was basically the same. It was, that was had this been year. released. Isn't that crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was like it was out for like three weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. and then they put mm-hmm. it out just free. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do something similar, where like most of their slated movies will come to Disney Plus day and date. But yeah, you have to, you have to do a extra charge like Mulan does. Yeah, and I personally, I think that's the right call. Like, yeah, I, think I think that would fine. be that would be the thing that mm-hmm. that makes the most sense. Yeah. Both literally That's and fine. figuratively. <laughs> Dollars, yeah. you know? Uh, so the four-hour investor meeting here, though, is interesting to me for a multitude of reasons. That is a very, very long amount of time. This thing is very business-focused. The ones we've seen in the past that are, have this label of Disney Investor Day uh, are usually a bit more press conferencey and fun to watch than the investor calls that are boring as all shit. And that is just stats and graphs and like very little actual news comes out of it. But we didn't get the last investor call. They canceled it to, to push for this. Um, we also didn't get any Disney Comic-Con stuff. We also didn't get a D23, the Star Wars, uh, whatever the fuck they call it, I forget. So there's potentially a lot of Disney news here. Uh, there's also potentially not going to be anything. And that's yeah. the, the scariest part. <laughs> What I, do expect, hours, what I do expect for four hours of what they talk about is their partnerships that I think are going to be extremely valuable for the international markets. My big question is I don't know if we're going to get something for domestic. What I mean by this is every all signs point to Disney Hotstar or whatever, which is a very India-focused – it's essentially their Hulu, but it's way bigger than Hulu. Um, and that is probably going to merge with we're seeing a bunch of things coming up for Disney plus star. So signs are pointing towards Disney plus kind of expanding internationally to be a much bigger thing to include a, a vast library uh, of content. Does that mean that Hulu and Disney plus merge in some way in America? Yeah, that's the biggest question business wise for me. And there aren't signs pointing to it actually happening. Uh, why it just kind of seems you just know what so I mean? you can allow R-rated movies and stuff. Sure, on but yeah. I could see them doubling down on the package, which is like uh, you know the HBO or I'm sorry, the Disney Plus, the bundle, Hulu, mm-hmm. yeah, and maybe making that like a cheaper or making that like Disney Plus Gold or whatever, like some name that encompasses yeah. it all. But I just feel like if people are paying for both right now, why give them the option to stop? Especially if one's numbers. so cheap. The war. This is the war with HBO Max. They want to be able to say we have X amount of millions of subscribers to compete with yep. Netflix and HBO. And I think that that is the thing that is the real kind of X factor of getting adults into Disney Plus, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I think that Hulu kind of has its bed made. People understand what it is already. And you're either there or you're not. Nobody's touting Hulu is like in the same conversation as these other ones we're talking about. Right. right. They got great Whereas, original shows. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just think that Disney needs to look at this and understand that they have that an opportunity. Christ- that, that Christmas movie was really bad, though, I'll have to say. Which one? Um, the, uh, Happy uh, Season? Yeah. I haven't um, seen it yet. It, they set up so so many cool ideas, and then they throw them all away. Joey, Joey uh, said I should watch it. She said I might like it. Mm, she didn't say mm, anything. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. What I want primarily from this meeting, Tim, this four-hour thing, 
is three of those hours to, uh, uh, for apologies for canceling DuckTales. Oh, yeah. I don't you know. think they're going to mention DuckTales. It's really right sad, there, Tim. Yeah, that and uh, sad. that's the mistake. When Disney Plus started, they should have moved a lot of those shows to Disney Plus exclusively. Like, Disney XC, like, no one pays attention to that fucking channel. Uh, so they really left DuckTales out to die, which is upsetting because DuckTales is legit, like, one of the current, I mean, almost not, but, like, one of the current uh, uh, best animated shows out there right now. How many so seasons did it go? Uh, this uh, last season is the third season. Mm. And I think it ends in, like, a couple months. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it should be interesting. I do, at the very least, expect we're going to get some release dates for known quantities when it comes to the MCU shows. Um, but, yeah, Black Widow is kind of the bigger question mark for me. Like, I, I'm, I think that this WB news is big enough that I imagine Disney's kind of panicking right now. I, like I do think we always talk about on the game side of this of like how Xbox and Sony make news announcements and we're like there's no way that they're re- able to react this quickly their plans are in line whatever I think COVID throws all of this into a in a, into a tizzy where it's like nah man like this is an investor day this is about stocks announcements need to be made and, and declarations need to be set in stone mm-hmm. uh, to compete for yeah, letting people know that there's going to be money coming in when things yeah. are this bad right yeah but. Uh- Next next Thursday is about to be freaking insane. We got Cyberpunk, we got the Disney Investor Day, and we have the Game Awards. We're going to watch it and get hammered? Damn. Oh, I have a feeling. Well, that's... well, we have the Game Awards, aren't we? Don't, don't we prioritize that? No, wasn't that Wednesday? Yeah. This is Thursday? There's a, no, it's the same day, but there's, like, oh. there's some overlap. There you go, three hours. Of God, four, and the Game hours. Awards is four hours, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, why? Why is why? it so long? Well, what else are we doing? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like we're gonna be playing Cyberpunk. Fortnite. <laughs> so okay, moving on. The oh. final news story of the day that I wanted to bring up real quick, Kev. If you can bring up this picture, please. Uh, Wait, is this own news story? Yes, Hawkeye okay. is uh, in production. Uh, there is some stills here. We get to see it is officially, finally confirmed. Confirmed. Haley Steinfeld is. Uh, Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye show that we got lucky the pizza dog. This is so exciting. Uh, An eagle eyed Twitter user uh, noticed that the sign above them right there, when you translate it, it says hearing therapist. So they're actually going with the Jeremy Renner deaf storyline. And I'm like, I can't believe this is real. The MCU has given us so much and we're about to get one of the, one of my favorite comic stories of all time of Matt Fraction's Hawkeye being told in live action with, Freaking Haley Steinfeld, man. Did you see the other set photo uh, of, like, uh, her in the subway with the dog? Mm-hmm. And, like, walking uh, uh, walking it? So, like, are they switching it up? Or, like, is she going to be deaf? Or, like, did Jeremy Renner somehow become deaf uh, at some point after Endgame? Jeremy, Jeremy Renner had a hearing aid in those shots. Oh, he did? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah. So she has, she has a dog to help her navigate the world? It's his can't... dog. In the story, it's his dog. Got it. But Tim, anyways, should, you should read it 100%. But like, or at this point, should I just issues. wait till this comes no, out? No, you should read it. Okay. It's yes. it's like such a such a great, great You'll comic. Like unique format. Too. No, yeah, yeah I, yeah, think, totally, I totally. think Alyssa started it and I think she liked it. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, the, the reason this is a new story itself, Kevin, is the upcoming Hawkeye series at Disney Plus has cast a number of key roles. Variety has learned from sources, along with the series leads, Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld, Vera Farmiga, Florence Pugh, Fran, Fran Free, Tony Dalton, a, a whole bunch of people I don't, I don't Wait, I'm not familiar Flo- with. So key things here. Vera Farmiga is cast as Eleanor Bishop, which is Kate Bishop's mom. Vera Farmiga's dope. So She's great. excited about that. And yes, Kevin, you Flo- heard that correctly. The pug. Florence Pugh. Don't don't call her the pug. What? <laughs> if you look at her name, that's what it looks like. But she's uh she's in um Black, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, she's the younger Look at sister. this. Look at these all yeah. these all Start these things tangling up together. You know what dating, I mean? What's happening? She's dating uh, JD from Scrubs. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, God, he's such a he's just such an annoying kid, you know? So anyway, very exciting stuff. I love that we're starting to see the MCU, even with the shows kind of all built together, the shows and the, you know, TV shows. What's Uh, up? Super Mario Speedwagon says uh, Lalo from Better Call Saul is going to be in it. And that's the real news. Disney Plus, like they're Breaking Bad villains. That is great. Yeah. The guy who plays Lalo is 
insane. Uh, you've probably heard Andy talk about him because, yeah, he is he is up there as like one of the better uh, one of the best Breaking Bad uh, Better Call Saul universe uh, villains. And so if, we, if we're if we're going to some of him, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Before we move on to the Mandalorian conversation, I want to let you know about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by MeUndies. The holidays can be a stressful time, especially with things looking a little different this year. But if you want to buy a super dope present for those around you, MeUndies is a great option. Do I need to tell you that I'm wearing MeUndies from head to toe now? The answer is no, but I am anyways. My shirt, my lounge pants, my, my, my undies, and my socks all are MeUndies. They're so soft, micro modal fabric. It is to die for. Uh, also, I'm wearing all black right now, head to toe, uh, in the MeUndies. But there's this bunch of fun prints. Yesterday, Andy was wearing his pizzas on the neon blue. I'm sure Kevin's wearing something like cupcakes with sprinkles or whatever right cacti. now. Is that? Sorry, what? Potted cacti. Potted cacti is <laughs> now emblazoned across Kevin's nether regions. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for you guys right now. Any first-time purchasers, you can get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product or any for any reason, go refund or exchange it. Um, MeUndies.com slash morning to get your 15% off your first order and free shipping. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Next up, shout out to Manscaped. The holidays are here, and if you haven't made your wish list yet, MeUndies, or sorry, uh, Manscapes, and their perfect package 3.0 is a fantastic thing for you to be doing. Everybody loves nice, clean balls. Uh, you are in luck because the Manscaped performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and makes for the perfect gift. Manscaped used to just be about below the belts. Now, they're worried about upstairs, too. All that nose hair that we're also worried about, they have some solutions for you. It's quick. It's easy. You don't need to think about it. The bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. Dads can't, can't stop talking about this. The teens secretly buy this, and the women will love you for it. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package. You can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash morning. That's manscaped.com slash morning. God, their tagline is, thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy. <laughs> manscaped.com slash morning and finally shout out to blue chew uh blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts blue chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance uh, a couple of my friends as they've been getting older been going through some of these issues and uh, Blue Chew was a great solution for that. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. Right now, we got a special deal for you guys. You can visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code FUNNY. You just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code FUNNY, to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And remember... When you support our sponsors, you help make this show possible. Bluechew.com. Code funny. All right. Back to it. Let's go. I can't believe we just spent 43 minutes talking about a whole bunch of other shit before we got to talk <laughs> a about cool this. A lot of cool news. A lot of cool news, though. But this episode of oh, The Mandalorian, baby. Boy. Oh, bro. Oh this God. episode... <laughs> Oh my I just god! Wanna, I just want to shout out the fake out um, because uh, when I when I pulled up the episode, we were playing Fortnite last night, and I was staying up till midnight to wait for it. And the image for the episode, I was like, man, okay, like this, like with it, it's Cara. the shot with, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Cara Dune and, and Mando, and I was like, oh, this is now we're finally getting to a side episode, and it's going to be another short story on uh, that planet that Cara and uh, and uh, Carl Weathers are on. And then it, it it was a total fake out, and I was just, because of that, like I was like, man, I have low expectations now, and immediately they were blown out of the you. water. Like whole, they got yeah. me, man. I got. I didn't got. think they were going to Tython right away. I was like, wait, hold on, we're here. <laughs> God Dude, damn, re relentless, man. Mandalorian season two, episode six, chapter thirteen, the tragedy. When that oh, popped up, I, I, I like I tried to 15. not. 15. Uh, 15. Thank you. Thank you. 14. Yeah. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. Ah, there we go. Uh, there math. we go. 
uh i was trying not to wake up Alyssa, but when it popped up as the tragedy i was like oh no i said oh shit and i just wrote that in my google doc oh shit who's gonna yeah. die yeah no hey real talk like you guys just said it but when this episode i was right there with you barrett i saw the screenshot of Kara, and i'm like all right uh whatever i guess we're we're doing a mandalorian thing but then the episode starts yep. and he's like we're going to tython i'm like wow they're going straight there boom the tragedy i'm like oh no yeah don't go especially there like right don't before yet right before like it pops up and he's like i'm gonna have to let you go and stuff and i was like oh no they're they're taking him oh no this is gonna be so bad <laughs> you know but then when when we get there it's 32 minutes of just relentless build and action and choreography action. that i appreciated so much and i just love that this this episode as the last couple episodes have proved that anytime something is teased in this show we're gonna get it like, yeah. we're actually going to get the thing, not a version of it, not a, like, oh, it would have been cool if they did this. We're going to get the thing. And it's like, Boba Fett this season, I can't believe we're we're getting him this season, and we're getting more of him. So yeah. this episode ends, I love I'm like, it. what? When the ship got exploded? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my God. When, that when, uh, ship has been through so much. Not, it I mean, just it's got gone fixed. now. It's and, just like, gone. now it's just, just vaporized, which is it's insane. Gone. I'm actually pretty is excited. Is that the tragedy? Is it... No, the Razor Crest. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited because I thought it was a really ugly ship. I liked how shiny it was, but I I'm over it. it. I'm hey, glad it's, it's been, gone. My prediction is that uh, <laughs> my prediction is that Boba will uh, give Mando his ship, dude. At some point, I don't know. Not, like, I don't know if that's his season, yeah, but I, like, I don't know if they're gonna reveal like, hey, uh, he survived this whole time for him to die. Like I guess I don't know that Better would be, know. but that would be a like but give a him good a more moment. satisfying ending. And th this is something I want to shout out today because like th this episode was like about Boba like earning his armor back, but it was also like for the live action version of Boba Fett, it was Boba Fett earning the love and hype for himself because he actually was doing stuff that is as cool as his armor. Like people mm, love Boba yes. Fett in the original trilogy because of how cool he looked. He did absolutely nothing. And then he died by accident. And like now in this episode, hey, he, he didn't is die by accident. Luke took him it, down. It was convenient. Didn't he like accidentally hit that. Wasn't his jetpack was accident? He was hit. Yeah, Han yeah, accidentally hit his jetpack. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he fell into the starlight sure. thing. It was like so late. And now he's earning. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. He's earning. The like the cool like love for his name in the live action version at least uh, I I can't really speak to I only vaguely remember and him in like uh, for Django Fett yes exactly <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, Django I when we got to like ninety percent of the episode I was like man I really wish that like they hang out together I hope that like the story somehow they go off on the ship together and then when a ship blew up I was like oh and then he was like hey, you together. got a debt you got a debt <laughs> well, and I was like oh that's my thing is watching this episode in, ter in terms of the pacing. It's like, I love that they, they put baby Yoda up there and like, they put him in the weird force field thing. Fucking and like, cute. it's like, cool. So We're setting the stakes, but I love how it's like, okay, the ship came that they have to face off against these people. And it's like, Oh shit. It's Boba motherfucking bet. When you see the slave one fly by, you're just like, Oh, dude, I, I was so terrified. Yeah, like, I, lost I was hyped and what? scared all at the same time. Oh so, my God. So we get How's that. Then go? we get him. Then we get the return of the girl from Tatooine. Which right? is like, wasn't she shot in the back? Well, yeah, the, then they, sh they show that. She's like robot. Now. Yeah, she's like part robot. She's it's robot dope. now. Yeah. So they go from that, but then there's... The, did you not see when she opened up yeah, her stomach? Yeah, she like opens up her she stomach up and it's all stomach. like parts Oh, I guess stuff. I looked away. Yeah. But so we get them, but, but then we get the second after. ship. Of the stormtroopers. Then we get the third ship. It's just like, and then I we get know. the Imperial ship. It's like, it just kept growing and growing. What I loved about it, though, is we, you guys talk about, we finally got to see Boba do some cool shit. This whole episode was to build up to, to that. And they kept doing cool shit where it's like, we get to see the cool fight with Mando and uh, like just normal Boba. And uh, I forget the girl's name. Uh, Ming-Na Wen's character. Yeah, Ming-Na Wen. Yeah. Well, like. We get a cool fight there, but then we get to fight against the stormtroopers. Then we get to fight a Boba Fett with a stick, like Tusken Raider style, fucking destroying people. But when he comes out in his own suit and starts wrecking shop, it's just like, oh my god! You didn't think this is so cool? Again, it's still kind of weird. Like, oh hey, that suit's getting a little tight, you know? Yeah, well, like yeah. like me in the suit, you know? Yeah. Uh, thank, thank God Nick's not on this show because he would be so mean, so mean. He yeah. would be very mean. I, I I do think just like the rest of the clothing he has too, like just didn't fit with that armor. Like it, yeah, it was also like, the discoloring mm -hmm. of the like top of it 
fit the outfit, but I wish yeah. that like had popped a little. Like I wish the outfit like had it's been very restored. Muted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I may, maybe we'll get that in like a, in an episode or two, maybe in these one of these last few episodes we'll get it like uh, him trying to restore it or something. But yeah, I, I think like the rest of his clothing also just like didn't really match. It was, it was like cool, but it was like. Uh, uh, all right, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I think. Uh, yeah. Does yeah. anyone know if his armor is also supposed to be Vespar? Best, best car. Best car. Basker. I believe. I imagine. So. Yeah. All right. I'd assume so, since it was his father's. Yeah, and his father's yeah. was all silver and stuff. So that was I blue, was right? Like, mm. was silver, s- blue. silver with like blue accents. Silver and blue. Yeah. Didn't. Call but uh, I love right? the the sh- the blowing up the ships. At the end, when you when Boba Fett yeah, was targeting, on, yeah, I was targeting the and other. And then one. having like, nice. I was so aiming good. for the other ship. I was like, oh, that's nice so. Good. I was aiming for the other one. Oh man! And uh, just uh, two quick shout outs. Like when the stormtroopers come out, because at first when that first ship landed, I thought like, oh, we're getting the dark troopers. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like regular stormtroopers. But still, that music that starts with like that whole sequence, dope as hell. Uh, and then before that, when uh, Mando and Boba meet, and Boba says, "I'm just a simple man making his way through the galaxy like my father before me," he said the and line. It, like and, and like Jazzy, I just watched the first half of uh, uh, Attack of the Clones earlier Attack this week because I'm doing a rewatch because I'm an insane person. Um, I was like, "Oh my god, that's <laughs> such a cool like." Again, it's like a it's a callback to a bad movie, but it just connects a little. Which is already a callback to. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I liked which it. Awesome. Great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked it. <laughs> I love this episode, and it's just like I, I just can't believe that this is where we're at with Mandalorian, where we could about have a Soka last week, and we were talking about okay, we have three episodes left this season. What could they possibly do? And now it's like, well, shit, they're doing it with no time to waste. We, we now have our character, our our main character, Mandalorian, has lost Baby Yoda. This episode in the beginning, we are more connected to them and believe that they are in love as father and son than we ever have been. Oh my God. Like the, the very beginning where he's like, uh, where baby Yoda does the force and he's like, thank Farrick. And baby Yoda's like kind of scared. He's like, no, no, I'm not mad. Like <laughs> I'm good, proud of good. you. Like, like you're no, no, good. No, no. Um, Dude, holy shit. The end, the end with him fucking force choking it. people and you being like, Dude. oh no, yeah. that's not Jedi no. powers. Oh no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that 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 is very scary of uh, what they might do to Grogu. Um, and but honestly, with that, like, Eric, yeah, with that that scene, him choking the motherfuckers out, and him like it. making it them awesome. run into each other yeah. and like hit run into walls. Yes. All of it, oh all God. of it was great. But then, it. but then, when uh, Moff Gideon comes out with the dark saber and he's like, so he's, also you again, my, one is. of my prediction, one of my predictions that I, I think I had a couple of weeks ago or last week when uh, uh, Mando got the spear, I was like, they're gonna fight. They're going to fight like Mando's yeah. going to have the spear. Gideon's going to have the black uh, dark saber. Mm-hmm. They reminded us in this episode spear. that they, hey, these two characters have these weapons. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they they totally got to fight. But what I was oh, saying yeah. earlier about every single thing they tease, we end up getting. We're going to fucking get Grogu with lightsabers. We're going to. Oh, for sure. They set it up here. Yep. And I love that that's going <laughs> to happen at some point. <laughs> and like uh, the thing is, can you imagine they're, they're trying to find some Jedi and like, Okay, it could be it could be anybody, but like just humor me for a second. It's Luke fucking Skywalker, and Luke Skywalker takes Grogu somewhere to train, and like then gets the his own, makes his own lightsaber. And if we get to fucking see that, if we get to see Luke Skywalker with his green <laughs> lightsaber, with Grogu with his newly made lightsaber, with Sebastian Stan playing Luke, let's go. Ah! But like, I, yes, I don't think that, that would be great. I, I, I have a feeling I'm all in for Sebastian Stan now. <laughs> Hell yeah. I have a feeling that, that Grogu is going to wield the Darksaber for at least a little while. I think what's going to happen is he's going to, um, Mando is going to beat him, beat, um, what's his face? Esposito. Gideon. In, in a, Gideon. Yeah. In a fight and then start being overwhelmed by Dark Troopers. And then we're going to just hear, turn around and he's going to be holding it. Now, now here's the thing but, like, though the saber's you, bigger than him it's gonna be it's, so weird I don't hey, think they're gonna okay. do that that's okay it's not a big deal you know what I mean no okay okay I think he's got the force in his hands he does have the force he doesn't even need to hold the saber it could be like Noctis from Final Fantasy 15 just <laughs> so like have cool. that thing swing around <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what, what you're talking about Kev and, and Barrett both of you like what you're kind of setting up here like with the way that this season's moving you're talking about two, two episodes, episodes from now, now yeah yep, right I know like that's 
Yeah, the, the, the season has flown by, and again, it's just like it's been good. It's, th- they know? like they took. I feel mm-hmm. like the criticisms, uh, like the, at least uh, some of us had here, are kind of funny of the first season of like it feels too segmented. Like they're kind of jumping here and there, and like I like we haven't had a time jump or like a disconnect in between these episodes. They're like one right after the other, mm-hmm. uh, and really? so yeah, and because of that, it feels like a through line. It feels like. You know, even like the smaller episodes still feel important because they lead to bigger things. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. And again, uh, with a, with another prediction, I know someone in the chat called me out with me and my predictions. But at the end, Gideon says we've got our donor uh, when he when he talks about Grogu, and it's one hundred percent connected to bringing back Palpatine. One hundred percent. I don't think we'll ever actually see Palpatine in this show. Maybe, maybe. But, but Palpatine, uh, maybe. Palpatine was never gone. He became some weird, creepy force ghost. <laughs> what? It wasn't a force ghost, was it? It wasn't it like a fucking decrepit body. Yeah, on. it was like the top part. But like, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> then he learned whoa, force whoa, healing. Whoa, so yeah, maybe somehow his force, like, uh, what's this little guy's name? Grogu's force healing yeah. will be be connected. To yeah, that, yeah. Uh, and then uh, the other, and like now that they're following up with that, like uh, the more I've been thinking about it, I think. We are going to get Thrawn follow-ups in this episode. Because, yeah, like you were saying, Tim, of like the way they've been able to follow up things. Um, I think we'll get Thrawn in the show. I th- am wondering about what Jedi uh, Grogu reached out to. Because you have to imagine some Jedi received uh, some I sort of I feel like that's, chat, that's uh, episode eight. Right you think there. we yeah. get that reveal? We, find, we get the we reveal of a Jedi. Until, yeah, we won't find out who, which Jedi connected to. What's him the until likeliness the of Raul? Guys, Cole what if we see Luke's fucking saber, man? Like, what but, if we but just also, see? That would what be if it. we see Raul Coley come in as Ezra? You know oh, what I'm saying? My God! Like, <laughs> this is just because I, I, like, he would so be roughly around the he would be roughly the right age because like the in the timeline, the last time we saw Ezra was like twelve years ago. I want to say so. Like, I, I just I oh. Man, I, I love that I have faith that they're going to do something dope in the yeah, next in, in, so. to, for the finale of, of the show. So or of the season, at least people people in the chat calling Mace Windu. And uh, no, and Kevin, started that. Kevin started that on the new show. metal hands. Oh, new God, quick, 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 no. click, click. That's what we're going to hear. <laughs> Hey, real talk, at this point, I'll take Mace Windu because I love Seville <laughs> Jackson. And if we see a purple motherfucking lightsaber, whew, honestly, whew. yeah, that'd be kind of hype. If they can point, bring back Darth Maul and bring uh, make him cool, like, no. they can bring him back. You called motherfucker. <laughs> they have brought back Darth Maul, Palpatine, Boba Fett. <laughs> no one's ever truly gone. All yeah. right. I mean, the pal- uh, them bringing back Palpatine fair. wasn't great, but no, so they're, 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 they're them bringing back any of these people wasn't great. I'm gonna be freaking honest. None of them should have came back. That is a no, fact. To, to, no, Boba coming back in this episode, I think I'm cool was with absolutely. Boba coming back. Yeah, <laughs> Maul coming back. I. It, it took a little bit, but we got somewhere with it. Yeah, it was really he was no, no, no. cut in half. You're, you're misunderstanding <laughs> yeah. me. Like, Boba now, I'm, I love that we're getting this. It's fucking mm-hmm. cool. But he died. Like, if you're going to give us cool Boba stuff, it should have been when he was alive. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Major potty in the chat says Boba versus Mace Windu. And, well, so that's that's all the theories <laughs> that, that, that people are talking that about. That is because something. Because Mace killed his yeah. dad. Mace Damn, killed his dad. Yeah. But yeah. also, his dad was a bad guy. I, yeah. I mean, but he I, still loves his dad. I guess you're right. And he was a bad guy, too. Yeah. Here's what I think. We're just in pure fan service at this point. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. just why not? Why service not? Service is too much story. fan service. Is at this, this point, point to me, none. There was no, they're like, that's, bring back me. When <laughs> it's got to like, be yeah. the right the kind of fan service. Because there's I'm, episode I'm, I'm nine fan service. Stop. Uh, Stop. And then there's good fan. Then there's end game fan service. Oh, you're so, you're the worst. You're the worst. God. Uh, this episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez, yeah, which is cool as shit. Director of From Dust Till Dawn, Sin City, The Spy Kids the movies, faculty. and The Faculty, and oh, Alita faculty. Battle Angel. Never forget. Oh my God. He is the wildest directing. Like, I looked him up and I was like, he directed, he, it's not like he just directed Sin like City. the first Scott, uh, Spy Kids movie and like started. He directed every single Spy Kids movie, even the 2011 one, like the weird one or whatever. The 3D it, one? It's, yeah. All of them. I feel yeah. like we need to start a campaign to bring, like, try to get Alita Battle Angel to me. Kev, you've missed the the news. That's that ship has sailed in a very negative, bad Damn. way, and unfortunately, we don't want to be part of that group. Fuck, the, really? It's, it's Snyder Cut level. Like, oh, it's the bad fans. Oh no! But maybe we can yeah. be the good face of it. Hey, I'm with you. 
I want that sequel. Uh, speaking of sequels, not really. Next week's episode is directed again by Rick Famuyiwa, who has directed mm. Chapter 2 of last season, The Child, which was a dope-ass episode, yeah. and Chapter 6, which was The Prisoner. Oh, which we got oh a nice, and it's yeah. got... And mm-hmm. Bill Burr's coming yeah. back for, we imagine, the next episode, right? Yeah, yeah that, and that's, that that's pretty cool. I think next week's episode is all going to be about building building the crew. He's going to get Bill Burr so we can – I love yeah. that moment, by the way, where he goes to Kara and he's like, yo, like I need to spring this person uh, from prison. She's like, yo, I'm, I, like this means something. I, I, I got to follow rules. And it's, it's like they have the child. And it's like that oh, fuck moment. Like changes. we're getting oh. the crew together. They ain't fucking <laughs> yeah. taking this kid from us. Guys, um, I feel assembling. like last time we saw her on, on uh, the show, it was like, all right, they figured out. Yep. How much acting to give her? This time I agree. went a little too hard. Went little a little too, too hard. They forgot. They were like, "Hey, she got better." It's like, mm, <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Predictions for next week. Is it going to be they've got the gang together, or is it just them getting the gang together? They're assembling the gang. I, I yeah. think they're assembling the gang. I think like, <laughs> like maybe a prison the breakout. Last act. The last like act hey. of the uh, episode is like them going into like a starting like rescuing the child and then it ends on like an oh fuck cliffhanger moment that leads right into the finale of the season. Also, can we talk about for a second how disappointed the Death Troopers were? I don't like droids. You don't like droids? Oh, we knew it. Well, did we join the join the club? <laughs> no, the but club, I thought that I thought they were going to be something more of like force sensitive stormtroopers mm. that are like all um, Darth Vader up, you know? Yeah, they they did that already. They though. Like, phases that's a, though, so this could be like their first phase. It's, of it's just the a show Troopers. called Star Wars Rebels, Kevin. Nobody you watched watch that. Nobody watched that. <laughs> and it's know? also a thing. It's, it's also a thing in Star Wars Jedi <laughs> Fallen Order, Kevin. Yeah. Okay. I, Dark Troopers like are in the, a lot of video games. Sure, video yeah. games. Yeah. But I mean, I like that we got them in this the way that we did, which is we had an entire episode of action scenes, and the things that you expect a shit ton of action from, we got nothing. Like, I like that. Leave some for later. Like, let us get yeah. some cool shit because which is, this needed to be about Boba, and they they succeeded. They succeeded. I feel like with Dark Troopers, like they're hard to fight. Like, Bo- um, Mando's gonna have a trouble beating them because you have to imagine they're built to withstand bullets. Like. They fall under, like, he's going to need the spear. He's going to need the best guard. Yeah, spear. but, like, what, he's going to s- spear them to death? No, he needs a Fuck lightsaber. Yeah, he needs a lightsaber to take these guys down quickly. So maybe he's, uh, maybe Ahsoka's part that? of the crew. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's maybe. the thing. That That's my thing I want to go around who the Who fucking Coley steps out? And, like, it's going to make <laughs> my day in the best in fucking Ezra. way. I don't know who oh. the fuck Ezra is, but like I'm all in, <laughs> dude. I, like, it, like I, I love and appreciate the Luke uh, like prediction for sure. the ending of the the season. Like, I'm honestly thinking like the ending of the finale, which I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but like I think the ending of the finale is Ahsoka finding both Thrawn and Ezra somehow. I don't know if we actually see those characters, but like we, I think we will get like hints. So Barrett, I, I'm I'm semi with you on that, like just based on like where this shit's going and where Rebels and all that stuff ended. But knowing that uh, Ahsoka uh, series is like heavily rumored to the point that it's probably actually freaking happening, yeah, like that makes me think Ezra's not the Mandalorian character. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we, we yeah, got uh, Ahsoka and they, they made a point to not have her be the one to train. They, they did like a, essentially like a backdoor pilot kind of thing with this yeah, but I, last episode. I feel like if you're going to start a series and it's going to have two people that are cool or one person that's cool, having two people is better. You know, like that you've hinted at or introduced, so like, it'll like introduce yeah. them into this. So uh, I don't show. see that being a bad see, idea. That's what, I ima- that's what I imagine they do with Sabine. Like, I imagine they introduced Sabine first in the show before introducing... Yeah, a lot of names in your head, you know what I mean? Tim's a really good show called Star Wars Rebels that you should watch. Question for for Barrett Courtney. Bo-Katan's been looking for that uh, that dark saber. Is she going to come back? You have to imagine. Oh, yeah, Bo-Katan. Oh, yeah, Bo-Katan, I think, will probably be part of the crew. I don't know. I I hope she's not part of this crew this season. I hope that we get another season and Mando carries around the dark saber just for a little bit, just for a little bit. So I got a question for for Barrett and for Chastity here, mm. Rebels people, because mm-hmm. I've I'm only I'm caught up on the Rebel storyline, but from like recap videos and shit. So I know so this, if you're not interested in this conversation, leave. <laughs> Spoiler, people. So then we're gonna close the show out after this. You don't give a shit, Kev. That's why I, I said you see so you much. guys. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, so with where Rebels ends, 
and with where Ezra's at and with what we assume it's okay, okay Thrawn and Ezra are together somewhere and we know Ahsoka's trying to get to them. Do you think mm-hmm. that there's a potential that Grogu's signal somehow got to them and that's what gets them out? Ezra sees the signal and is like, that's where I mean, I'm going? It's it's completely possible that Ezra felt him through the Force. Um, yeah. That's that's not out of the realm of possibility. We, we don't know where Ezra's been through the original trilogy timeline. Um mm-hmm. He, yeah, I, I, I would say give me a little bit of a recap, just a tiny bit. Just a tiny yeah, bit. So Rebels. at the end, at the very end of Rebels, uh, Ahsoka picks up Sabine Wren, who we've been mentioning, who is a Mandalorian, sure, and they sure. get in a ship and they're going after this character named Ezra Bridger, who is the last person seen with Thrawn, who Ahsoka is now looking for. Got it. Yep, and that's uh, it. Uh, like uh, Ezra essentially like sacrificed himself to make sure like Thrawn didn't win the day on this significant planet. Uh, that was like. Uh, that kind of helped the rising of okay. the rebellion. So, just, so uh, Ezra didn't turn sides and go. No, with, no, no, no. So like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. That's, he that's the part himself. I wanted clarification. Thank yeah. you. They got uh, yeeted through space by some pergil. It's, I can, I don't know how to they're, they're like space, <laughs> they're, they're space whales that can also, uh, light speed. It's crazy. Um, yeah, when I say it out of context, it sounds space. really dumb, no <laughs> but like the, the they way have... they get introduced into the show is really dumb, but the way they get paid off at the end of the series is really cool. Do they, uh, do they have space blubber? I don't know. I don't know. Kevin. Um, the space is cold. Yeah. So like, sure. I think, I think wherever they're at, like, I honestly think Ezra might be <laughs> captured by Thrawn or something. I, I don't know. Yo, Soda in the chat said some parts of Rebels is really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Speedwagon says this conversation's gone surprisingly long without mentioning space whales. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know I, how to explain those. So I left it to the end. Rebels I'm isn't glad, as I'm great glad as they <laughs> make it. All right, Kevin Asex is getting uh, timed out in the chat. Time out. Oh man. Oh man. Well, anyway. These look as dumb as they sounded. They're squid <laughs> things. Pergo? With teeth. They have teeth. Wait, Pergo? I'm pulling it up. Gil. Is it, it's this, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they uh. look different in my head. They, uh, this looks like something that might be a glider on it Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is a very exciting time. I am, Super for the excited. first time in a long time, excited to be a Star Wars fan. So, uh, we'll be back next week with, the uh, penultimate episode of Mandalorian Season mm-hmm. 2. Chastity, Ooh. thank you for joining us again. Where can people find you? YouTube.com slash GameSpotUniverse for all your Mandalorian Star Wars references needs this season. And I'm also on Twitter at Chastity underscore V. I love it. You'll love to see it. Till next week. Bye.